Evening, everyone. Welcome to the Potty Mouth Garden Club. Yes, hello for another show. I can see everyone's just jumped into the the chat there straight away. So, first off, if you're going to do a little question, capital Q, then I can find it. So, put a put a capital Q before your question. I'll and I can filter it down and search. So I'll get that out of the way first. First up, unfortunately, Steve can't be with us today. But we do have the original gang back there. We have JB and Audrey. So, hello. And we'll be able to carry it this show, can't we? Surely. I mean, <laughs> we basically need somebody who's like an expert at gardening, who can kind of stand up to the mark, who can kind of deliver the questions that we're going to be... Oh, sorry, sure. <laughs> no, don't worry, lad, don't worry. I'm sure we'll get through this. Let us just run the intro. <laughs> So yes, hello and welcome, welcome back to, I just love doing these kind of shows, but first off, the, the house things, I'm looking down here because me, me little things down here, the Discord, pop over to the Discord, that would be fantastic, pop there, and it's like I say, it, it keeps, it's its own little entity there now, and there's people there passing on advice and sharing advice, and that's just fantastic, so I love you to go there as well, if you can as well, I've updated the picture as well, look at that, 1,600 subscribers let's get this to 2000 that would be fantastic as well that would be absolutely lovely and the best garden chat podcast is out there as well that's an old picture as well they apologize for that but any because i've looked on it so we're in kind of spotify we're in google players we're in apple podcasts so please share and, and join us so audrey and gb we are stepping up to the Man, like so I'm, I'm sure Steve will be back next week there, but I got a little note saying unfortunately you can't be with us. So, Audrey, how are you? Are you good? Is is everything all right in your world? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah. Seasons are changing quickly here, so yes, yes. I'm, I'm. To be honest, Audrey, I'm finding that as well. Do you know what I mean? I'm finding still weeds are growing. No, you know what I mean. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, weeds. weeds are still oh, like... Yes, I think we need to cultivate weeds. It's like, just bizarre how... It's almost like... Well, it's it's obviously frustrating, but it's just like... It's almost like a, a laughing joke how well, even in like cooler climates, like the, the same weed, do you know what I mean? Right. Can survive, you know, like the the hottest summers we've had and then come back an hour and they're still there. Yeah. And it does let us know how much ground really wants something growing on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any open space boy a weed will find its way in no matter how uh, much i've kind of I've, I've kind of pulled you know like took the goodness out of me soil exactly weeds are, weeds are still weeds don't care. Yeah, yeah they don't care they'll go anywhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> JB, you had a I, I, I'm, well. I know you haven't really had a productive week in the garden because you've still been a little bit busy. You, yeah, you, better than last. Better than last right, week for right. sure. I've had a couple of days on the allotment. Um, I was there just now, um, literally before the live, and um, I had everything. A, a everything. And well, I, I, I didn't have to. I seen the video. It was like of someone must have been streaming in the background. So, <laughs> yeah, J, yeah. JB, just out of cue. I mean, this is we're going into kind of technical, kind of you know, like how we make the videos and that. Oh yeah. My would favorite. you? Would you? Or did you stop and wait for that sound to go away? Or would you just press record and just you know talk a bit louder? I, I tested to see how loud it was on the recording. And it wasn't too bad, but I started in the greenhouse anyway. And my neighbor only has a little um, electric trimmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she never lasts like very long with it. It's only ever 10 minute bursts. <laughs> so it's, it's manageable. Um, we get on really well, though. If she'd asked me to, Not uh, now. I, yeah. to pause, I think she would have been all right with it. <laughs> and it just seems like it's kind of every difficult. time. I mean, that's, I think that's as well for anyone, mind you, JB. You know what I mean? You're kind of. For me, of late, it's been there's a Tuesday and a Wednesday where they're kind of my days, my days yeah. for the God. 
Tuesday, last Tuesday, I got a migraine. It kind of knocked us out for us. Wednesday, me, Wednesday, me mother. So I had to go, you know, me mother. Tony, love. You know, so I was like, oh. And you dare not say no to your mother, you know what I mean? Bloody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so before, I'll tell you what, JB, while you're on, because I keep meaning, and you might be able to give like an update on this. If I just uh, I find this little picture, you sent this picture to us. Oh, not that one. That's the award one no. moment. Where is it? This one. Now, oh, tell yeah. us what what's one. the story, and tell us because if you, I'll read it out to people who haven't kind of who are listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. There was a note on JB's fence or near G- or on the allotment plot site. I have had a few items removed from my plot. Large garden archway, which sounds quite a big thing. Pop up yeah. greenhouse. I was absent from my plot for three months due to a broken leg. Please, could the items be returned? No questions asked. Now, that's actually, you know what I mean? It's like, obviously, people are thinking, well, he's not coming back. You know what I mean? It's kind of, but it's still, yeah, someone's I, took it, them. It made me really sad when I saw that. That's why I sent it to you. Um, and I kind of went and had a wander around because I wasn't sure where plot 74 was. Um, and I found it and it was kind of off the beaten track. You know, it's not one that I'd walked past loads. Um, I didn't recognize it. And it didn't even look that bad. You know, it was still, mm-hmm. it looked like they'd kind of been in and trimmed it recently. And it just broke my heart a little bit. I've been like kind of having a little lookout, you know, see if anything's been put back on their plot. But um, I've not seen anything. They just put those two signs up on the entrances to the allotment. So and, has um, it, has the... Because I was thinking someone from your allotments took it and just put it yeah, on their yeah. on their plot. You think so? Yeah. But it has, I, that hasn't happened then. It's possible. I don't know. I've I've never. Um, see, it, we're in that time of year as well where it's you barely see anyone down the plots now. You mm-hmm. know. Um, but you would see. Before, I mean, because let's um, where is it again? It's a large green archway and a pop up house. Oh, they yeah, sound yeah. big to me. So you, yeah, the archway, keep... especially those are those are uh-huh. pricey sometimes, aren't they? So um, it might be that it, it might be that they've seen it on someone else's plot and put the signs up <laughs> instead of just going and pinching it back because <laughs> you know just in case. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. But I hope right. that I hope that they do find their their stuff or that um, you know, people come together and find a replacement for them or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, if I ever see them on the plot, I will go and have a... Has it and... has it ever happened to you then, GB, where you've had something kind of... Tell you what, touch wood, I have been really, really lucky. I think there was one thing that went missing from my shed and it was... um. It was it was quite expensive. It's one of those like I don't know what you call them, like a tamper, basically a big metal rod with a big heavy block on the bottom, right? You know, that you go around and like smash soil down with. Um, I left one of those in my shed and it was like maybe 30, 35 quid or something like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure someone had that for some reason. Right. <laughs> but other than that, that is the only thing that's ever gone missing on my plot. And to be honest, I might have lost that. <laughs> so I might have put it somewhere. <laughs> but in three, three years, I've been really, really lucky. I've not had anything go like a trough, uh, you know, anything. Nothing. Well, I, I guess as well. The, the... Really lucky. <laughs> the they wouldn't steal your vegetables, eh? <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? There's better, you know, to be honest, there's better vegetables just over there, you know what I mean? So I, I don't think they would kind of, hey, hey, love, are we? Let's get somewhere else, you know? <laughs> well, I haven't um, touched wood as well, JB. I haven't had kind of yeah. anything, you know, like kind of stolen like that. I have had, like, vegetables gone, you know what I mean? And it's always like when we're kind of, when the allotment kind of gets together and you see someone, it's like, oh, they came over the wall and they took that. Without, there must be tramps. And I don't think it probably is. It's probably just kids nicking, do you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. I think predominantly in, you know, in our kind of area, it's probably just be kids nicking because, you know I mean? There's nothing really to, to pinch and it's, it's just like the excitement of it, you know, going over... Do you think, Audrey, is that so? Have you, I mean, you're seeing your different order. You're on a kind of private property, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. The last so thing you're going to do is your house. I invite some of the littles that live around us to come and pick strawberries. They're all around losing. I like. So, um, 
But I have not had any problem with anything going missing. And, well, that's what I was thinking. I'm just losing. I'm taking these yeah, things out to keep on dropping out there. So let me talk to you. Are you there, Audrey? Can I can I hear you? Let's just put these back I, in. I am here. Can yes, you hear I can, me? Yes, I can hear you there now. Okay. I'm putting. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying to find a way to um, listen to listen to the show without wires. I have got a head some headset, but it keeps on wires. So I was trying these little. But they keep on dropping out. So I can hear you in surround glorious sound. You were saying, Audrey, that you don't really have. And do you never get anything, anybody kind of sneaking in, pinching like the, the vegetables or anything like that? No, I, I do invite people to come, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pick what you want. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to grow more than we need. So, uh, and a lot of the little ones that live right around us, I'm always like, if you see a strawberry you want, grab it. If you want to eat a radish, pick it out. What about so, Audrey? What did you start with curiosity? Because you've showed with pictures of your front, you know, and, and I'm just for example, what I can remember is that S bend of lavender. Would anybody ever come and kind of try and pinch a few of them, or is it is it a nice neighborhood, Audrey? It's a nice neighborhood, but you know what? Um, it's not just being nice neighborhoods. I mean, nothing is. We're not safe. You know, you think you're in a safe neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It just depends who's hanging out. Mm. I'll save your neighborhood, right? So, uh, no, my lavender is all still there, and it's growing quite nicely. Can't wait to see it in the spring when oh, it's really got a, oh, a boost. Oh. Yeah. Gorgeous. It might look like something by next year, so I'm very excited for that. <laughs> is everyone, has everyone still taken, Audrey? Have you lost any? Or are still? Oh, yeah. All the lavenders so far are doing great. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, so we'll see after the winter. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be kind of a harsh winter this year, so we shall see. Right, right. But this the variety I, I chose was more uh, cold-tolerant than a lot of English lavenders. And English lavenders, un- until now, I think, were the hardiest. And this one's a little bit more, so I think we'll do okay. Right, right. Oh, well. Be nice to see later on as well. GB, there was a question for you there I just noticed about. Um, there, from David Bruff, chilies, JB. JB, can chilies be frozen? If so, can you tell me how, please? Now, just before, JB, you jump in there, because I might have got this totally wrong, but I just freeze my chilies. I pick them off the plant. I put them in a plastic bag. I squash all the air out, and I put them in the freezer. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Is it all right? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were going to do some convoluted GP. I thought you were going to say something. And I was going to think, you know what? For like five years, whatever, three years, I've just been kind of. But I, and I find that in a bag, JB, they're kind of they're that big and you can easily shake them apart yeah. you know, when they're frozen. Yeah. And I just bring out one when I need it. And I even chop it frozen and I put it in the pan frozen. Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that basically they're quite nice it? To chop them in there, they're still frozen. Yeah, the only thing to watch out for is, um, you know, you can only freeze them if you're going to use some kind of in cooking. You know, if you're going to, if you want to, if you've got big peppers that you want to stuff or something like that, then it's not going to work. And if you want to make a fermented hot sauce, um, freezing will damage lactobacillus and that kind of stuff. So they're fine in the fridge. But um, yeah, other than that, they're, they're pretty versatile. Just stick them in a bag get the air out and chuck them in the freezer and like you say they don't turn into a big block of chili or anything so this they they keep for ages in the freezer as well so, and so it's a great do you jb do you freeze more than what you you you, you do freeze like I've most of your bags and bags in the freezer yeah uh-huh. <laughs> what i do is because quite often the harvests come in in kind of stages um and where i'm always geared up to making sauce um you kind of, I end up freezing the first few batches and then I make up a, a kind of fermentation, kind of like a starter, I guess, with fresh peppers. Um, so around this time of year is when I'm looking for that big final harvest and, you know, when I start to making the fermentations. And then once that's really going and it's healthy and it's been going for a week or two, then you can start to add the frozen peppers um, and they will kind of they, because they still have all the sugars, but they won't have bacteria on them. But if you've got a ferment that's full of you know breeding lactobacillus, they'll eat it all up and it's fine. Um, so it's a great way to just kind of extend your harvest and bulk out sources later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Audrey, I mean, I guess Audrey, you are the the queen of preserving and 
freezing mm. and everything like that. And even please pop over to Audrey. Audrey does her like a live stream most Thursdays now on preserving and everything like that. And it's um, you need to go there and kind of just because there's so much Audrey that I could get into it, but I, I just like I'm almost like we use it up too way too quick. I don't grow enough to preserve it. You know, like I was just saying to JB there about my bags of chilies. I probably got about five, like, say, little bags of chilies. And they're easy to preserve. Like, see, so you throw them in the freezer and that's it. So right. what about you then? Because you're preserving all sorts, is it? Well, I preserve, like, my poblanos in the freezer. Right. I don't have because I find that they hold their shape so I can still do a stuffed poblano that I can bake. Uh, really? And that works. Yes, uh, but I have not found that the Queen other. of Gardening is telling the Prince of Gardening what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. but if, <laughs> if you want to do stuffed peppers, like with jalapenos, you can do stuff them first and then freeze them. <gasps> oh, oh, it's God, just dawned on them. Look at that! It's just dawned on them where you thought, you know what, light bulb yeah, moments. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great thing because uh, we usually have a Super Bowl party, and of course you got to have jalapeno poppers, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, so I grow, we grow them, and they get stuffed and they get frozen, and then they just come out for the party. Audrey, so, just just a quick, quick, like, what would you yeah. stuff a, a jalapeno or jalapeno with? What are you mince? Is oh, it or is it like a very healthy things like cream cheese? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Put a little cheese over the top. Uh, sometimes we do like a taco mix. Right. Mm. That. Um, so honestly, you can stuff it with rice. You can stuff it with, I mean, you can stuff it really with so many things. But typically a popper is like a cream cheese, uh, cheesy, gooey mix. And you would freeze and you would freeze that, would you? Absolutely. Yeah, right. Wow, wow. Yeah, and they they bake up beautifully. GB, it's a bit of a lightning for you. (laughs) What was that, GB? I thought we'd get through a live show without, uh, you know, being made really hungry. (laughs) Steve's not here. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) And you've just ate. And you've just ate as well. So, GB, I'm just curious there. Do you stuff your peppers in, like, all different flavours or...? I don't do many. I don't do many of the bigger peppers, um, but I have, I mean, I do enjoy a stuffed pepper. Um, but I, like I say, I gear up my, my pepper growing mainly for sauce, um, just for, for whatever reason. I did, um, and because this year my plants have been in smaller pots, um, the, uh, what what peppers am I growing? Uh, the Padrons. Um, they are probably my biggest pepper this year and they're pretty small, <laughs> so not not really much to be stuffed there. <laughs> what <laughs> what size normally would the grow do then, Jimmy? Just like uh, are we talking? Let's wear the camera, you know? Yeah, right? I, no, much smaller. Um, I mean, yeah, Pedrons are kind of you get right. about that, that kind of right. size. Um, I think, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, the pot size definitely does affect the the actual size of the chili peppers as well. Well, I'm still GB. I've still. Pushing it to the very limit, them. I've got them four chilies still in them pots yes. in the polytunnel. So I'm still just kind of waiting and just hoping the kind of turn. And if I mean, there's no like forecast of a, a cold, cold night coming. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just. I've still got some outside, Tony. Right, I've still right. got some outside. They're, they're not looking particularly healthy, but they're still hanging on in there. Uh-huh. And I'm just ripening them essentially. Well, um, like, like I see, I'm chuffed that they've come this far, and I'll even with the green, I'm just still gonna chop them up and throw them in anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So free, I freeze them as well. Yes, right. Let us just see. Any questions? Um, right, Pauline Morris is saying, how do you get on the Discord? Pauline, you just kind of just look on the, the links in the show notes there, just join up and that would be fantastic. It's just like a little a little home for after the show. Um, i check Right, here's a good one. This one would have been right up Steve's. Marvellous day of one. Carrot, sowing carrot and spring onion seeds in the same bed. What distance should they be apart? Now, I'm kind of, to be honest, is it Dave? Dave, I'm kind of now into this carrot. 
I tried this year for the first time, the carrot in the white paper strip. Audrey, have you seen? Yes. Man, you know, and Steve does the kind of, the little kind yeah. of skim across, you know what I mean? But that's like years of like experience for that. Now, I'm not sure how um, close to kind of set them, but I would be crunching them pretty close together, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm guessing the spring onions will come first. And it's just, it wouldn't bother me how close they, they go, to be honest. I would, I'd be picking the spring onions first. What about you, Audrey? Are you something you would do, like kind of companion planting close, or would you leave them a little bit? Uh, I would plant them like in between. I plant my spring onions in little clumps so that when I pull them out, I have a clump of spring mm-hmm. onions. Um, carrots. Uh, I try to space them about, I get like 16 to a square foot. So what is that? Like, Oh, Audrey, do your remedial math, please. Okay. <laughs> about three inches apart. Uh, so I plant them more in blocks than in rows. Right. Um, do you use, so, just out of curiosity, Audrey, do you use over there, I think it's a, it's a bigger thing over there, like the pelleted carrot seeds, you know, where they've got that kind of clean. Oh, they're lovely, but you can't get every variety in those. Right, mm. right. Uh, so for the, the, the ones I can get, absolutely. So much easier to work with. Mm-hmm. They're so not I think, they're, yeah, I think a bit like what you just said there, that when I'm thinking about it, not the carrots, but the spring onions, definitely in modules. So there could be like, right. say, eight seeds in one. So you can kind of right. plant them, you know, as close. It doesn't really matter because they're in like a little module. They're getting a kind of kick. GB, what about you? Is is it something you're conscious I of? How lines, lines with these things and then, um, you know, nothing ever germinates. <laughs> so spacing isn't an issue. Um, but no, with companion planning, I just do lines and I just... I just get the, um, you know, I get the hoe out and use that to basically measure <laughs> distance and then add on a little bit, you know, for when stuff grows out, just so that I know that I can run a um, run a garden hoe down the middle of the rows. Um, and it seems, it seems to work. Right. It seems to work okay. Now, I jumped on there before and showed the, the kind of picture. I just want to give a shout out to Plot 36B, who won the the new Allotment of the Year award and actually said, you know, a big thanks to kind of this show for, for all the, 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 the tips and advice. So obviously it's just been, you know, us that's kind of done it. Steve's not here to pick up, you know, like the congratulations. So we'll, we'll take it on. It was all that. But that's, to be honest, that's, I think that's fantastic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of, that's really nice. And if you want to search on Instagram, I'm just reading there, Plot36B. So if you look on that, the won the new allotment award, which is just absolutely glorious. Uh, so that's awesome, and it's just really nice there. Fantastic. Um, what else have we got? Let me just go in there. Jen Ingle, Jen, let me just put yours up there. Jen saying, "I have a lot of seeds from the last couple of years." Can I grow them from microgreens? Not potato or tomato, obvious. So, Audrey, like, I'm not seeing old seeds, Audrey, or, you know, kind of old seeds, you know. Would you use them like microgreens? Let's just say, I'm guessing chard. If you've got bags of chard, I would. But you Absolutely. Know what I mean? Absolutely. I've even done some where I've just had a lot of different uh, brassicas, and, I, and I'm realizing the seed's getting a little... Or it's varieties I don't want to grow anymore. So I just throw them all together and start them as microgreens. Mm-hmm. And you get a little mix. Uh, matter of fact, I just um, started my microgreens for the winter. Um, so there'll be a video coming out soon on that. I, I want to wait till they've sprouted and uh, gone down the road a little bit. But absolutely, I don't throw out seeds. I will throw them into microgreens. You know, when you're, you're talking about there, Audrey, about, you know, like, say, like the brassicas and that, what, any, yeah. would you, can you just use any seed or is there a certain window? Or, no, or, I would, kale, cabbage, broccoli, uh, whatever I have. I mean, I grow beets that way. I grow, right. uh, and bull blood, bull's blood beets are great for microgreens because they have such a red leaf. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. 
but yeah, no, I would just throw them in a container and just mix it up and use them. And what typical height, size, where's the camera? Would you well, aim for? I, I, I wait till they're starting to um, put on their tree leaf. And you can either take them right then or I wait till the first leaf, the first true leaf has opened, depending on what it is. Like cilantro, I let it get to a first true leaf. Um, like uh, beets, I would cut those down when they're just an inch or two high. I don't care if they're true leaves or not at that point because they still taste just like a beet. And I, Because uh, I sometimes find, well, or the ones I've done, Audrey, which I haven't done that much of, you know, Sometimes I find the stalks a little bit kind of fibrous. Is that I'm just leaving them too long or too long? Yeah, they should like almost melt in your mouth. Right. Oh, this because is... they're so tender. These, yeah. did, these were more like you know that kind of that kind okay, of. So you're, you're growing like micro uh, seeds, mm-hmm. so you're letting them just get up a little bit. But yeah, you don't. You want those to just be like butter. And what about? Like say rotation, Audrey. How often would you kind of start a batch off? You know, like once. Let's say you started one off on this show on Monday. When mm-hmm. would your next batch? Well, because it's just my husband and I, I'd probably wait two weeks and start another one. Right. But I, I do a full tray, ten by twenty, and I can get um, eight varieties in there. So it's, it's, I, it's great. And I, it, I don't know why I didn't grow them this summer. And would it be a, like a, a cut and come back again, or is it just one cut? No, one cut. One cut, and that's it. Yep. Right, right. And in Detroit, you don't compost, so it's in a bag. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I grow on a hemp mat. Oh, which right. is good. and so there's no dirt or anything. I mean, it's, right. oh, I'm looking it's forward to. Kitchen. It's in my kitchen, so I don't want to. Uh-huh. Soil everywhere. Those gnats, you know those mm, uh, fungus gnats. Yes, drive mm. me crazy. So I don't find I get it as badly with these hemp mats. Right, right. Well, I'll have to watch that video when it comes out, Audrey. That uh, I love like kind of different yeah. angles on growing. Do you know what I mean? It's it's kind of something that's kind of, and I know uh, Hannah, who was on, was it last week? Who grows? For the the track all restaurant, they've got a whole setup, which I'm hoping to go down one day and kind of have a look. But Hannah's like, I've seen pictures where they've got so many different varieties, you know, like the mm-hmm. kind of, and it is that just that, I guess for a restaurant, that little bit kind of funky garnish color, which makes all the difference. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Kind it, of, also, it also adds flavor, mm-hmm. so they're also looking to add a little bit of flavor to it. So mm-hmm. I think they're just wonderful. That's a good cup that you've got there, GB. It's nice, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, oh, there it is. <laughs> so you're obviously the favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> look at that, Matt. Uh, is it going to? Is it going to? No, is it going to? Come on, this is this is, this is the Canon M50 at its at its almost oh, high yet struggling. It's struggling. GB really? really? <laughs> microgreens, and is that something? You've dabbled in or you'd never, want to dabble never in? Never tried it. Never tried it. Um, I'm open to it, but like Audrey says, fungus gnats are a real pain. It seems like a nice thing to do over winter. Um, and yeah, can you see that? Yeah, there's a bit of green in the background, isn't there? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, not on there. Um, but yeah, just in the corner, you can see my grow light. Um, so I do have, you know, a little little space where I could do it. So I might give it a go at some point. It's more, um, I guess now at the moment, you know, because I mean, it's really making me think it's like they're just the, the prices out over here already, the prices of our, like the, the heating and the fuel and the electric yeah. is just like unreal. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely weird. It's just remarkable what we're actually paying at the minute. You know what I mean? From what we were paying and what the prediction is in the next couple of months. It's yeah, just no, like, I, I we're definitely all feeling that. So uh-huh. I'm happy yeah. that I have very low uh, energy ones that they don't pull a lot of watts. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word. That's the um, word, girl. That's the word. <laughs> so it's LED uh, for my kitchen yeah. lighting system, and it's uh, low draw uh, fluorescence in my grow room. So mm. I'm glad for that. 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad for that. I think it's mine, like say, the, the ones I use, are, are, are nice and kind of cheap, but it's more the heat side of it in a in a hut. So I was thinking oh, of yeah. actually even just doing it more as like as cheap as I can this year or next year, should I say, like on wind, you know, like the windowsill kind of method. You know, what I mean, because basically all you need in the reality of things is probably say twenty plants. Tomato plants and then the bits and pieces of the, you know, the cucumbers and stuff like that. You know, and if you remember what Jessie was saying, she had her yeah. cucumbers in February. Do you know what I mean? Like quite. I'm gonna try that this year. Oh no! Yeah, uh-huh. we're all gonna try. It, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was was that cucumbers common? Was that the was that the variety? Oh, good question. Top of my head, I don't know. Hey, it doesn't. Anyways, so Audrey, while we're talking, I get this little, little. Just let me just put under the that camera there, and there we go. Now, do you do this? Or I know this looks a little bit repulsive, and I just I would like to have showed you like the side angle. This is my tomato seeds. Have I got anything? I'll just. Bloody hell, do It looks really gross, Tony. Oh, but I know it. <laughs> it goes like a moldy. Kind well, of they're fermenting, aren't they? Yeah, well... I mean, that's, it's I've kind been, of a discussion ferment, but that's what they do. Yes, so I'm yeah. doing that. They've been in there now for saying, I think you can see a little fruit fly growing in there. The wife would just... I, would, I had to put <laughs> things over it because the wife would just be throwing them out there. But I'm going to leave that a couple of days more, then clean it off, then dry them. Audrey, is it seed saving like a big thing for you? Would you do that? Go to the hassle, or is it just easy enough just to kind of order a packet of seeds and yeah, just go down? I'm kind of an order a packet of seeds. Yeah. I mean, I could do it if I had to. What's stopping you then? What's what's the what's because it's quite a like a nice little feel thing, you know? That I've like I've there. Yeah, that's a there's a nice. Now you can Sorry, you can you can change the water, Tony. You know that, right? I didn't. Yeah, I'm just saying you can't. <laughs> can you go back, Tony, and explain what is going on there? Why is there like a hard tomato that you've got there? You really Doctor Audrey, what, what what's my problem? Listen, it's like I'm passing water. That's just not natural looking. <laughs> well, no, I was told you let this kind of fungusy thing go. You, they've got to have that kind of initial. To get that goo stuff off the, the seed, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then I'll clean them down. Oh, I'll put them on some baking paper and just dry it. You know, like I'll put it up. I'll drop that into like a sieve, dead fine sieve. I'll rinse it all off. Then I'll dry them out. And okay. the, I don't know if you can kind of see, but the seeds come up to there. So yeah, that's a lot of yeah, some, yeah. you know what I mean? A well, little competition gives some away. So those are, the, really Audrey, those are the Brad's Atomic. Okay. So I'm going to do the black strawberry. And again, I don't bloody um, keep tomatoes because we use them. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't grow mm-hmm. enough to kind of keep them and freeze because and the batch, this year's batch order, are nearly all gone. Do you know what I mean? It's nearly, with, oh. I must have like a bowl, probably about that big, left now of this season's tomatoes and like I say, give them away, but we've been using so many, and it's been lovely. Did do, do you preserve the tomatoes as well, Audrey? Or oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I probably have eight gallon bags of tomatoes in my freezer because I just couldn't get to all of them. Uh, but I want to keep them while they're you know ripe and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we make a, a roasted pasta sauce that is. Out of this yeah. world. Oh, JB's going to be like straight to the fridge oh, after it's this. So it's so good. Um, roasted, it's got garlic and some onion, and then you put in some balsamic vinegar at the end. It's lovely. Are you, Audrey, are you doing that before you freeze it, or are you just throwing your tomatoes in a freezer bag, freezing them? Well, I, yeah, well, I've, I processed as many as I could. And then as they were coming in, because, you know, tomatoes don't all come in always at the same time. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, bits and pieces where I've just put them in because I don't want them to rot. I don't want them to attract fruit flies. 
So I stick them in the freezer and come maybe January, I'll get around to processing those. And they'll process just like an unfrozen one. Is there any process you do before, before you, or when you get your tomatoes, when you're going to freeze them? Because I used to just like, the ones I did, I would just pick them a bit like chilies and put them in a freezer bag and freeze them. Now, you exactly. can't... You can't like just take one tomato out. You know, it's a it's a frozen kind of clump. When that well, when... It, well, if I'm going to process them into like more pasta sauce, mm-hmm. I want you know four or eight pounds. I want to yeah. do a lot of them because when you're making the mess, you might as well do a lot. So I would probably pull all those out at the same time and process them. Mm-hmm. So, but just for people who kind of getting in, they kind of look, you know, like wanting to keep their crops a little bit longer. You just take yeah. your tomatoes, put them in a freezer bag, squash the air out, like the chilies, put them in the freezer. Bob's your yep. uncle. Yep. And as long as you're not using them for fresh eating, they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And interestingly, the skins come off super easy after you've frozen them Mm -hmm. they'll just slip off now i put my skins in my pasta sauce because i think it (gasps) jamie oliver would be oh never what bloody hell (laughs) you're hilarious wash your mouth out young lady you put your skin (gasps) i roast them I'm, get, then, I'm getting told, JB. Uh, uh, the hackles are going up. Yeah, I, yeah what are you uh, talking about? Yes, I roast them, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I roast them, and they go down to just lovely, yummy tomatoes, and then they get put in a food processor. Well, then on the flip side, Audrey, yeah. bloody uh, Jamie Oliver can go and swing from a bloody... I don't know, whatever, because I've followed his, I've followed his hot water over tomatoes. You know what I mean? Peel yeah. the skins, took the skins yeah. off for for years, and and then thaw them, and the skins will pop right off. Mm-hmm. So now I'm I'm gonna go to JB, but I'm thinking he probably hasn't got that many tomatoes to kind of. Yeah, to. that's what I've been thinking this whole time. <laughs> Imagine having enough tomatoes to preserve. And yeah, actually do something with it was a garbage year for tomatoes. Was it? Did you? So you must. Did you get any JB like a, like a nice like couple of basketfuls or is it not even? I I wouldn't say basketfuls. So I had a ch- <laughs> one cherry. I had four plants. Right. I had one cherry. I had two heirlooms or beefsteak type things, and I had one um, crimson crush. Um, the crimson crush I got like a nice crop. There's some in the freezer still. I don't know, maybe 15 tomatoes, you know, not like, not amazing, not in total, but that's what's in the freezer. The heirlooms are the ones that got completely eaten by mice or rats. I, I had like two tomatoes and like, they were big, but like two tomatoes. I've seen, the, I see, I seen that picture you, you sent JB and it was like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So like kind of punching their gut after that. Yeah. Yeah, and the cherries were great though. The cherries were nice, and that was enough to like keep our salads nice and sweet all season. But I'm hoping next year I'll have the second greenhouse, and we're going to have a, a good number of tomatoes. Well, it's funny, on proper scale, and it's going to be great. It's funny there, um, JB. I'll just jump to you again there because Stephen Blaze is asking, "When is JB putting up ah, this bloody yeah. second greenhouse?" Well, I'll tell you what, Tony. There is a video <laughs> being released. At eight o'clock today. Oh, <laughs> you know, is that by any chance eight o'clock straight after this show? We're going to go straight show, over yeah. to JB's channel. Because um, I did miss, I missed my Sunday upload um, and I've tried something a bit new today. Um, and you can see in today's video the um, the status of the greenhouse, which is still very much. Well, I guess it's not, exactly not. the same. I guess it's in yes, exactly the same place, JB, as where yeah. where we left it. Yeah, pretty much. In terms of plans, so the one thing, there's a few more things that I want to do on the allotment um, before going into the greenhouse proper. Grow a cabbage. Um, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Um, it's bed prep, so I want to get all the manure sorted and my compost bays sorted um, and, you know, turned. And I want to kind of upgrade them a bit, like Tony O'Neill says. Um, and then once that is done and the beds are kind of 
you know, nice, I've got my cover crops, then I'm going to get stuck in properly to the greenhouse. Um, I'm just being a bit a bit lazy with it. I could reprioritize, but I, I won't need it until kind of February, March. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping it'll all work out, but we'll you know, see. I tell it's you what, mind you, Jimmy, it's quite it's it's quite Fine. easy to kind of slip into that, you know, that garden kind of ah, uh, you know, I'll get it, I'll get yeah. it next week, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like bang, there's next year. And yeah, the the issue I have as well is that a lot of glass is missing, and it might take a little while for you know to order all of that glass. So I should be, yeah, I should be prioritizing it a little bit. I know you've, like you say, you've been kind of hectic in the house and renovating mm. and doing all sorts of things, you know what I mean? So yeah. you'll be forgiven for kind of, you know. And to be honest, sometimes, after, you know what I mean, it's it's almost liberating when you think, you know what, next year, the following year, do you mean just like, just put it off, put it off completely. Yeah, I'm hoping, I'll be, I'll be very disappointed with myself if I don't have it for this growing year. Um, so fingers crossed. Can we? Well, then I'll put you on the spot. Can we have a date when you think it might be up so we can check back? <gasps> Accountability. Let's go mid February. Let's go mid February. That's when I want to have, let's say, mid February fully glazed. That's the goal. Right there. Stephen, Stephen Blaze has asked the question mid February is the answer. Right, yeah. GB. Well done, well done, lad. So, <laughs> I was going to ask, um, let's see, I've got a Dara Kelly from, I think it was last week, I got had a few questions in, and you, one of them was, which is quite a, a, a kind of an interesting one, is in what ways do you think climate change is changing the garden and food production in the near future? Well, I guess that's going a little bit, but just for, Climate change for you, Audrey, have you noticed anything that it just seems to be a little bit tougher or a little bit different from when you first started gardening? Here's what it's doing here. It's exaggerating everything. Uh, You know, we used to go from winter to a short spring to summer to a short fall to winter. Now we go from a very hot summer to like a week of uh fall to you know the winter's moving in to a very short spring uh and it's getting colder and it's getting hotter so uh, i mean the beauty of that is it's kind of expanding my growing season because our summers are longer now uh but it's hot Mm -hmm. as hell out there so uh, i don't like heat so to go out uh, you know in 90 plus which is I think 35 for you guys and garden. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. Uh, it's, that's just, it's a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, uh, wherever you land on the whole climate change thing, I think you can't argue that things have changed Definitely. and uh, mm-hmm. they have changed. And I, I just feel for me, it's more extremes. I think for me, Audrey, just out of cute, you know, it, it's more like, it seems to be like all all one and then all the next. You know, like so it's all yeah. sun, 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 and then all of a sudden right. it's, it's like rain, 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 and it's just like just like have it, you know, take off the troughs and the peaks and just have a nice calm I think Camelot is gone. <laughs> where it only rains at night, right? Huh. Uh, yeah, no, I think we have these big fronts that come in, these weather fronts, and they don't kind of move out as quickly as they used to. So, yeah, there's. I think there's a lot to. I mean, the uh, rain, the rain we've had late up in the north of England has just been like, you know, just pouring down, and then like it's only been a couple of months where it was like the hottest, you know, cooking eggs on pavements, you know, cliches. Mm-hmm. But it's just, GB. What about you down there? Because you're almost tropical down. You know, down <laughs> yeah, there. well, it's the um, it's. <laughs> It's the drought conditions that are really concerning. You know, if if the kind of pattern that we've started to see over the last couple of years really sets in, um, it's concerning kind of, you know, from a garden point of view, but just, a, you know, when you kind of zoom out a little bit and look at, you know, my area, the south of the UK, um, you just, you, 
you start running out of water for your house, you know, let alone the garden, um, you know, if it continues and if it worsens. Um, and it's, I don't like thinking about it, to be honest. It's, it's very scary. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, there's, you know, very little that we can do about it as individuals, I feel. Um, and yeah, it's it's interesting this time of year as well. And it's always interesting as well, because I'm, I've only been gardening three years. So it's too early for me to really kind of start to observe patterns but um it's still boiling hot down here <laughs> at the end of october the greenhouse was like well over 30 degrees today um with the auto vent open as well um you know we're having a really extended season but it doesn't seem that useful because you still get the cold nights um you know so things like tomatoes are, my tomatoes are, are not okay um certainly in the greenhouse it doesn't hold that much heat overnight so, um, yeah, it's like you say, you know, we get these more extreme weather events, like these peaks and troughs, and it's just a bit disconcerting. I don't like it. Oh, no, <laughs> it, 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 it is. Yeah. You know I mean? Especially, like you say, you're, you, you, you're doing something, JB, like say, you know, you've been prepping a garden, prepping veg throughout the growing seasons, and then it just, mm. you know, something beyond your kind of control just comes and wipes it out within a night. Yeah. And you think, Let on a, a, a let's a positive, you know what I mean. A must try vegetable for next year. I was thinking about this, Audrey. And I was thinking, I wonder what Audrey would like. Is it? Can you recommend anything, Audrey, for like a must try vegetable? If anyone's just starting gardening, what what would you say? Like, oh, it's a must try. Um. Okay, so I don't. I'm sorry. Help me with that question again. A must-try vegetable. What would you kind of? I guess there's two questions. Like one for like a new a new person coming onto the garden. You know what kind of really should they grow? Yes, you can grow carrots. You can grow you know potatoes. Right. But is there anything there funky that's like you think that's a good recommended? Like say chard's a nice one. I always introduce folks to chard because it's chard, but I think also lettuces mm-hmm. because you get a good bang for your buck if you're growing your own organic lettuces, because that's, I think one of the most expensive things in the grocery store for like per pound, if you're not for vegetables. Um, I think um, I love growing carrots. Uh, I'm going to be harvesting some celeriac this week, but I'm thinking of a must. Uh, I would grow garlic. It's very, it's kind of simple to, get it going Uh, I would grow if you like summer squash those are super simple to grow Um, the big thing with those is you got to start some a little later as well because they really do uh, uh, they get a mold and they don't always last the whole season Uh, but I think that's a very Mm -hmm. productive crop I'd also grow beans I think beans are very easy. Even bush beans don't even don't even go to pole beans because bush beans pretty much come in at once, and you can harvest the whole plant at the same time. Your bush beans are the same as our dwarf beans. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love beans. God, beans with like butter. And we had the last again, the last of our beans probably about a week ago. There, and they were almost. Too far gone, Audrey, you know, that kind of, like, chewy texture, yeah. but I just thought, no, I still butter on there, a little bit of black pepper. Oh, man, just yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Well, a lot of times you can take that horrible string out. Yeah, I know, but that's like, you've got to do one at a time, you know what I mean? It's a... You don't like to work hard no, in the kitchen. No, 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 that's too... That's too no. I mean, I'm I a, Audrey, Audrey, I like, I like me food, I like me... Big portions. Do you know what I mean? I'll be on forever. Do you know what I mean? Kind of stripping out that. Well, but do that when you're where when you're watching your favorite science fiction yes. film or something. And or it is actually getting really good. I'm I'm, I'm actually rather <laughs> rather pleased with it because the the Obi Wan Kenobi one was a bit kind of disappointing. But anyway, JB, sir, is there a vegetable you could recommend that people should try or you want to try? Yeah, my my um I think the vegetable that like shocked me the most that I wasn't really expecting to love is purple sprouting broccoli. 
like and i'm saying that as someone who kind of i've gone through my whole life hating broccoli um, like you know big calabrese is like uh, it's like kryptonite to me it's the same cauliflower I've, uh, uh, never uh, <laughs> i'm not i'm not a fan i i really don't like it but um if you're like me give purple spraying broccoli a go because it, it is just so different it has such a different flavor it's a little bit like broccoli but it's like nutty and sweet and um I think purple spring broccoli as well is quite is relatively easy to grow as long as you keep it covered from um Forever. Yeah, and it's a nice hungry gap filler, you know. It's mm-hmm. like a it's slightly unusual, you know, it's a little bit it's just interesting. Um Have you really like Jibby, have you got some going there now and is it prote- <laughs> I'm going to ask your own, you know, advice. Have you protected it? Is it protected? Yes, I've got one purple spring broccoli plant, <laughs> which is really upsetting cuz purple spring broccoli is like uh you know I'm I'm kind of known on YouTube for having a crab plot. And purple spraying broccoli is the one thing that I always get compliments on. And I, I realized it's because I always start it quite early in the year. So I start my purple spraying broccoli in kind of February, March with the oh, rest right. of my brassicas. And I didn't, I didn't realize that most people start their purple spraying broccoli in June um, or, you know, kind of end of summer. But if you start it really early, that's why I realized that's why I've been getting these massive, massive purple spraying broccoli plants everyone compliments me on. Um and yeah, generally it does really well. But this year, so when when are you? If you start it in, in February, then Jimmy, when are you getting the the fruits? Then it still it still goes through. So it goes through to February, right? Um, next year. Um, so I tend to put it out kind of April, May, um, into the ground. Normally early May, and then yeah, it kind of sits there, does its thing, gets really big, sits all over winter, um, super nice and hardy. And I think it's um, you know it's that thing where going through winter is kind of what sweetens the. The, the flowers and the, the, the harvest at the end of the season. Well, the question I've got to ask then, Jim, is why have you only done one? Or is that, was the, was the more of the brothers and why. sisters? No, so what, I tried something new, Tony, this year, and it didn't work out. I tried, um, I tried something called Sibsy Broccoli, which is an F1. Um, and I, I said a few too many. I think I've got three or four Sibsy plants, and they're, they're meant to be like a purple, a purple spring broccoli, but they're super early sprouting in that they sprout now and kind of, they start in September. They go kind of September, November. Um, but it tastes like garbage. <laughs> it tastes like you hot garbage. <laughs> be, I think I've grown them as well. And I think Steve recommended them to me where they're like, they're, they're a quick sprouting broccoli, like a broccoli in yeah. like say, 90 days or whatever. And they stay low. Are these, do these stay low in the more yeah. green? It's a lot smaller, and mm-hmm. it they did go through a drought as well. Uh-huh. Um, so that might have, I think that made them sprout far too early. But what it what it is is it tastes like broccoli. <laughs> that's the thing. It tastes like broccoli, not purple spring broccoli. <laughs> so that's my issue with it. Um, maybe other people would love it, but um, if you're a bit averse to it, it's not. What's the, the JB? What's that? Um, am I? I am right in saying this that isn't there somewhere where certain brassicas are horrible to people the taste difference yes yeah I am think i right is I'm, it? yeah i'm not making this and up what, kind what, of, yeah i think there's a gene i think it's a bit like cilantro or um uh coriander um and i have that as well where like too much coriander tastes like soap like i'm not it, mm-hmm. i can deal with a little bit um but i have the same thing with um a lot of cabbages and sprouts and that kind of thing they just taste really really bitter yeah and it's fine if they're young you know like a young sprout or um cabbage i don't get it with cabbage is quite nice um but a lot of the broccolis and cauliflowers and stuff are just also not even not even cauliflower neither (laughs) cauliflower cheese (laughs) i tried a bit of that the other day oh no still don't like it Ever. <laughs> like one of those things you might grow, think you might grow out of, but no. Oh, no. cauliflower cheese, man! That's <laughs> that's like a winter delight. That's almost like oh. pudding. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, I've got shivers. Oh. Audrey, is there anything just like, before we get on the like tips of the the week? There is there anything that you like a vegetable that kind of spirals you? Uh. No, she likes our food. Mm. No, I, I, you know, I think canned stuff, like from cans in the uh-huh. store. Canned potatoes. I think all of those 
all of those would uh, put me off. Mm-hmm. But I think a kind of a lightly cooked vegetable is delicious. Well, it's funny. It was, and it's the everyone's run to seed, so I kind of tried this year. But it was fennel for me, the fennel bulb. I think I just. Mm. I don't know how I got it. I think I maybe did it, cooked it wrong or put too much in. It was just. It was oh, just, I love that. I know. And Steve said, strong. try it again. So I'd, and I've had, but every plant has run the seed. So that is not mm. going to be, not going to be tried this year. So we've come to the top of the hour. We've getting through this show. My God. <laughs> I think we could, are we going to class ourselves as professionals? Oh, yeah. It's gone well. Tip of the week, Audrey. What is your tip of the week? Okay, here's my tip. Uh, last Thursday, I did uh, a live about journaling. How do we document our garden? How do we learn from last year? How do we plan? You know, how do we use this information to help us plan for next? And one of the tips I gave, which I thought was super good. Uh, I only had one person comment on it, uh, was that as gardeners, we can go out and everyone on this show has their own YouTube channel. They just, I mean, you can upload and keep things private. So one of my ideas was take video, narrate it, uh, say whatever you need to say about what you're videoing and upload it to your own YouTube channel, but keep it private. And you can have like a video log of your garden. Yes. Great. Oh, that's a good, that is a good idea, Audrey, that one. And you might even realize you like making videos mm-hmm. and you might end up starting your own channel. Mm-hmm. That is because, like you say, it's, it's, I mean, you can just, you can put like HD. Yeah, whatever you want up mm-hmm. there. Doesn't matter what uh, size, you can keep it and keep it what? private. And then it doesn't have to live on your phone. Mm-hmm. It can live yes. on YouTube, and you can go back and look at your years past. So that's my tip. I think that's great. Yeah. Very good. Well, I'll have to live up to GB there, sir. This tip better be a good one. I love that. I love that tip so much. Like one of the best things about YouTube is being able, like, you know, coming in into the middle of winter, especially it's like going yeah. and looking at your June videos, you know, and it's like, you look at them and you think, what? Like it just the, 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 the landscape changes so much. Oh yes, seasons, definitely. And it, it never fails to like shock me, you know, and it's, I think it's so good to go and go and look and kind of remind yourself of, you know, why you're, while you're doing what you're doing, you know, like thinking about when it's going to pay off. That's GB, you know, that's not the tip. You can't jump on the I back know, of Audrey's tip there. That's that. I actually, um, I thought about this during the show and we were talking about tomatoes. Um, and this is a bit of a reminder. We've spoken about this before, but now is the time of year. Most of the people, you know, getting rid of their tomatoes. But if you've got an F1 or you've got one that, you know, is um, you can't save the seed from, have a go at saving a side shoot because this is a, I'm saying this as a reminder to myself as well. <laughs> Before I get rid of my tomatoes, I want to take some of the side shoots and try it and overwinter them. Um, just kind of on a sunny windowsill near a radiator, somewhere hopefully they're going to get enough light that they will kind of go dormant. You know, I'm not expecting them to thrive or anything, but hopefully that will allow me to get uh, <laughs> save a few pounds on seeds. Um, because if you can kind of save a clone like that, that you can then take more side shoots off um, when it comes time to plant in kind of February. Have March, you, JB, have you kind of looked into this? Can it be done? I've seen Charlie Dowling doing it. Right. That's that's kind of. I think he had a he had a really popular Instagram reel uh, a little while back, and he said he's been doing it with a. a variety for seven years you know he's not been able to get the the seeds of this particular variety that he loves for seven years um and every year he does it you know he, he saves these um side shoots and overwinters them right and it's worked for him so i'm gonna give it a go and, and what what if, what variety is it jimmy i'm gonna do it with the crimson crush right um because i know they're in f1 and i would like to give them a better go next year a better mm-hmm. shot um, I know Steve loves them, and the ones that I had were nice. So, well, well, well. Please, like us, JB was saying there before, he is going to at eight o'clock on the dot upload mm. a video. So, pop over to JB's site and subscribe, please. That would be fantastic. But you know, watch the video as well, and hopefully, 
we'll get to know when JB is putting out <laughs> is putting out videos. He's been a bit lax, but there's been a lot going on. Yes. Is that right, JB? There's been there's been yes, a lot exactly. going on. Yeah, now. we've missed a lot recently. Yes, and I didn't yes. want to. I didn't want to go to another Sunday because that would have been three weeks and between videos, and that's too long for me. Long. I really miss it when I can't do them. So. Um, yeah, and do nice pop over to Audrey's. Like I say, Audrey's now doing her lives most Thursdays. And it's all about kind of like preserving, which I think is a great one. If you well, Gar- there's a whole lot of topics. Oh, right, right. And there you go then. Well, Audrey, thank you so much. Sure. That is, that is the show. Wrapped up and took the bed. I hope you enjoyed it. Look after yourselves, everyone. Take good care. Thank you so much. Don't forget, pop over to the the podcast or the discord and subscribe to the channel as well look after yourselves take, take good care, care. A little bit. have a good one